famous trader that I follow said, when you start to see your Uber driver talking about a stock or talking about Bitcoin, that's when you know that you need to get out of the market. <laughs> it was the idea that if you, once you start seeing everybody jumping on board something, that's maybe the time to be fearful. Warren Buffett says, you should be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. So we wanted to talk about this recent Bitcoin bubble or Bitcoin fad that's going on, yeah. probably is filling up everyone's news feeds and what it tells us about fitness as well. You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. So I'm here with Johnny. Hey everyone, I'm hey Johnny. Everyone. So I think Bitcoin was up until about, I don't know, 12, 6, 12 months ago, a pretty niche thing. Like cryptocurrency is in and of itself immensely complex to understand. And I, I'm still yet to see a succinct, simple explanation of what cryptocurrency and Bitcoin are and how they work, etc. But everyone kind of has you know, similar to nutrition and politics and economics. Yeah. Now everybody has their own opinion on it and the market and what's going to happen. And the thing that, that Yusuf and I, are, literally just before we've sat recording this podcast, we noticed a few people on our newsfeed who inherently are, well, we know that they aren't in, in any way traders or hedge fund managers or people who are informed about the market, but they are promoting opportunities that they've obviously set up to be somehow involved in Bitcoin, either the mining of it, the investing of it, or the investing in it, or just generally trying to make money from cryptocurrency markets. So they're people who are in totally separate industries, and frankly, I wouldn't trust them with anything. <laughs> well, no. even with the question, what is a Bitcoin? Yeah. <laughs> now, if you're investing in something that you don't understand, mm. you can't explain to someone what it is, it's, I mean, if it goes wrong, who have you got to blame? Oh, exactly. So... You wouldn't even understand why it had gone wrong, or what had happened. <laughs> you would just know that you'd lost money. That thing that I thought was really cool has blown up. Or that thing that my mate's 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 mate told me to invest in and now I'm bankrupt. Now, there's a cognitive fallacy of, let's say, oh, I invested in Bitcoin and I made money and so now I'm a big dick trader and I know everything about markets. Like, well, no, like you put money into a slot machine and you happened to luck out. Mm. That doesn't make you an expert and that certainly doesn't mean that your opinion or your, your decision was informed. The outcome of a decision that is probabilistic is independent of the, the systematic process that goes into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you can have the flip side as well. You can have someone that if, if they have a systematic process for researching and entering a trade and it goes wrong and they lose money, doesn't mean it was a bad trade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, I mean, that is the difference between a professional trader and someone who is, who's made a couple of grand through Bitcoin. A professional trader is operating with a process and a system that has been refined and they're operating on historical and expected market data to make informed decisions. They have a process that, as Yusuf says, it has a fail rate and a win rate. If it fails, it doesn't mean they made the wrong decisions. It means they're sticking to their system and process. So that's exactly like operating as the casino operator rather than a punter in the casino. The casino operator knows that no individual win or loss from the people coming in is going to be a problem because on aggregate over the year they know that their games are set up to such a way that they generate a net profit over the year the gambler comes in and wants to make a big hit win and 
there's the difference between the professional trader and the Bitcoin punter. So you're probably thinking, guys, it's incredibly ironic that you're making fun of other people who are expressing their opinions on Bitcoin, and now you're recording a fitness podcast talking about Bitcoin. Mm. But what we want to share is what we think. So neither of us have any investment or positions in Bitcoin. And there's a reason for that. And the reason and the lesson is really how you can apply this to fitness or any other part of your life, I suppose, that you want to learn from. And probably the the best explanation, if for whatever reason you're about to leave the car and you're on your way to work and you think, I really want to listen to the rest of this podcast, but you don't have time, check out Yusuf's article called, is it why... Why has everyone got it so horribly wrong? (laughs) (laughs) It's a great article. So it's basically talking about how the majority in most areas of life, the, the majority opinion is typically misinformed. And you may, you may hear that and think, surely not, that can't be right. But fitness, personal finance, religion, education, generally speaking, whatever, the, whatever opinion the majority holds is not actually the most informed, most accurate opinion. And I think what we're seeing emerge in the world of Bitcoin, in the world of cryptocurrency, is it's the gamblers, as Yusuf says in the, in the casino analogy, rushing because they think they see a quick buck and then immediately positioning themselves as this false authority and false expert. And the existence of that is what we see consistently across loads of different areas of life. So in fitness, a couple of examples of what we were saying about um, someone who took a punt, made a profit, thinks that they're an expert, goes on to tell people about that and sell their services, is the classic fitness Instagram model that um, did a program, maybe took some drugs alongside it, made some results, wasn't quite sure why, but because they got the good physique, they're selling 12-week shred program, uh, fat loss programs. Hmm. Um, In other words, what they did. What they did. They're selling what they did. They're selling exactly what they did. So (laughs) um, if you ask them to explain the process behind it or why it works, they couldn't tell you. They might give you some bro science bullshit answer, but really, they're not sure. If you ask them to justify the reasons why certain exercises are in that program, certain why the calories are set in a certain way, why the carbs are low, why the carbs are high, they wouldn't be able to tell you. Now, that's always a red flag. And if you've been listening to us for a while, you should know this. So the lesson is, if you're coaching yourself, if you're managing your own diet and training, is something we say a lot. Just You should be able to justify every decision or every part of your program and of your diet. And if you're not able to justify it, just if you weren't able to explain it to a five-year-old why you're doing a specific thing, why you're having a protein shake in the morning, why you're doing Romanian deadlifts, why you're sleeping seven hours a night, if you can't explain any of those things, then maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Or seeking education about why those things are important rather than obsessing over the details. So you hear all the time people, you know, the standard profile is someone will start telling us about their diet and then what they do is they will walk meal by meal, food by food through what they eat during the day. And it's what, the classic, we, we have this so much. So often. And what we want to know is, what are the numbers? You know, give me the key indicators. What are, what are the key leverage points doing? What is your training volume? How many times a week are you training? What are you, where are your calories at? What is your goal? How is your weight trending over time? That's what matters. Not whether you use tuna in sunflower oil or brine with your wrap at midday. Like that stuff is the icing on the cake that is irrelevant really for... 99.9% of the people. But I'm sure if you're a personal trainer or if you're even known in your kind of circle or family or whatever 
as the guy or the girl who trains or who does healthy stuff, <laughs> you're you're gonna have people come up to you. I'm sure this has happened to you where people come up, oh, I'm in. I've, so seven a.m. I have me 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 oats and me whey, two scoops strawberry, and then I have four grams of creatine, and then two hours later I have me two three egg whites, and. But not fried. Not no no. Oh, that's bad for you. <laughs> and then I have me uh, me spinach, hundred grams. That's steamed because it's not frozen. It's steamed. And then then I'll go out to the gym at, at twelve, and I'll do three sets of sixteen, and, I, and you're like it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but so the the, th- the fact is is that all those people, you know, they've not imagined that information. It's all been taken from somewhere. It's been taken from people who are probably copying and pasting things that have maybe worked for them or worked for fitness authority in the industry somewhere. And that, you know, at some point, somebody was having creatine at a certain time of the day or a protein shake at a certain time of the day or tuna in brine rather than sunflower oil. And they maybe falsely attributed that as being the thing that created the progress because they don't necessarily understand the program how it works and why it works and the person who was originally doing it that they followed may have had a reason for themselves at that time to do that thing but you can't then just look at what that person's doing and be like oh well then i, I obviously i should be doing that as mm. well hello johnny here just a short interruption to this episode i know what you're thinking this show was brought to you by none of that trust me we have something completely free something to give you today so we're aware that you guys who've been listening to our podcast, you've heard before us talk about the show notes and other places to go to download things from propanefitness.com. But we want to give those of you who listen to our podcast something completely different, something completely unique that we don't provide anywhere else. So we want to give you something that is actually a membership area or a membership portal where we have loads of free goodies, some downloads, some things to watch, some trainings, and some free presentations that we want to give you all bundled together completely free. All you have to do is go to propanefitness.com forward slash gift. There's no email opt-in. There's no enter your email and receive this. It's completely obligation-free. You just enter your email, enter your username rather, and your password, and then you'll be sent login details. So completely free. In there, we have some training on the 3i formula. That's the framework that we use with all of our coaching students and loads of other free goodies. So that's propanefitness.com forward slash gift. Head over there now, pick up your free training, and we hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode, and we'll speak soon. And I think the other side of this as well is something that we were talking about, is how frustrating it must be for professional traders to be watching what's happening. So, you know, take the average person who is managing hundreds of million of a a fund's money or a bank's money. That person has not found themselves in that position accidentally. There is a lot of best practice, expertise, education, gone into getting to that point to be able to make a decision with someone else's capital whether something is a good investment or not. You know, incredibly clever, psychologically robust people making these decisions. And yet there is the emergence of experts all over social media at the moment about cryptocurrencies and market decisions. And in the same way, there are people who get involved in a trend in fitness, whether it be um, powerlifting, bodybuilding, or just interested in fitness full stop because they see an emerging trend and then position themselves as coaches or authorities. So it's this standard advice of, or the standard situation of, 
someone does an eight-week diet and then a reverse diet because they read Eric Helms's, uh, one of Eric Helms' books and now positions themselves as a coach. It's the difference between the person who made five grand in Bitcoin and the person who's a professional trader for a hedge fund is one person has decades of experience <laughs> trying all sorts of different things, winning, losing, and understanding the markets. The other person's had a flash in the pan, one-off result that they are then looking to duplicate and sell. And so even taking this as a lesson of how do I go about deciding and distinguishing who do I listen to and who do I ignore? Look for past failures. Look for examples of them trying things and not working. And look for just time under tension. I would far sooner completely avoid Bitcoin and give my money to a seasoned trader than listen to the guy who's made 10 grand over the past six weeks with, with a flash in the pan result. 100%. And by time under tension, that's time in the trenches, time mm. that that person has spent <clears throat> either qualifying themselves to be able to give advice in that field, time that they've spent you know, in fitness, for example, is time that they spent under the bar, time that they spent with clients, <clears throat> uh, results that they've produced for their clients, um, rather than, again, someone who did a successful diet and maybe um, took a lot of drugs to... And it, to... <laughs> it's really annoying, to be honest. Like, it really... I see every day, you know, like, someone who um, I know doesn't have that much experience in coaching or, or in their own fitness, and now they're offering coaching. And sometimes, to be honest, I see a specific spreadsheet getting shared, and I know whose the spreadsheet is, and other people are copying it and pasting it and, and put, it's, it's happened to us. We, we've, we've had our spreadsheets and coaching materials um, rebranded re and yeah. sent off to... And, and, and you see it, because it's funny, actually, there was one guy who even rebranded uh, our spreadsheet and used it for a client, but didn't realise that it was still on our shared Google Doc <laughs> folder. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Yeah. So, and then he'd like try to pretend, oh, it was an accident, like my grandma died. What? Like, that was the actual reason as well, wasn't it? It was the... incredible. So like, obviously... Oh, sorry, you accidentally rebranded the coaching you, materials and died. verbatim. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. So obviously it's a, it's a business, it's an industry, there are people aren't always fair in, with these things, whether it be Bitcoin investment or, or fitness coaching. But I think the, the underlying lesson is to try as much as you can to not be swept along with the the majority of what people are doing and, and try to, to step back and look at, you know, objectively, does this person actually understand what they're talking about? Do they have the experience to back it up? Because if someone is copying someone else's work in, in the context of a fitness coach, someone's taking a program that they've downloaded for free, putting a logo on it, and then selling it as coaching, they're selling a little piece of information that they maybe don't understand, but they have no experience or best practice to actually share or offer and it's the same with with anything whenever the, there's an it means emerging... they're also a scumbag as well yeah but, it means but yeah <laughs> but yeah even scumbag aside as johnny said if they've just taken it then there's there's no they've taken an isolated piece out of a puzzle that where, where there's no there's no foundation there's no wealth of information behind that for them to be able to maneuver anything if it goes wrong or if, if things don't go as planned and in the same way that you know people who are selling services associated with investing in Bitcoin when they don't fully understand what they're doing. Coaches who are selling coaching without a foundation of, of knowledge to share from are perpetuating the problem of people not understanding 
why having a protein shake in the morning is a good idea. You know, you're just sharing, I hate to use the phrase, but bro science and snippets of, of, of advice that they've heard, but they've never actually used themselves. And so it's, it's digging the hole deeper. And then when you end up speaking to these people and go, oh, so why are you doing 12 sets of bicep curl on this day? It's just because they were told to. So as you can probably tell, we feel pretty strongly about this <laughs> because it's, it, it is getting worse, I would say. And in, in both of these industries, there's no regulation. So it's basically, it can be the wild west if you let yourself get involved with, with some of these situations. That's it. The questions to ask are, are there any barriers to entry? Uh, is there any kind of external accreditation or way that I can um, verify whether the person who's talking about this is legit or is just a confident con artist mm. and uh you know you in fact you even see it in regulated in heavily regulated mm. markets um i see anti-cancer health uh, oh, advice no. being given out quite a lot online by people who don't even smell of a doctor like they're not as in like they've not even like someone who's not even studied um basic physiology and is giving out cancer advice you think like people saying things like you know those who receive treatment and chemotherapy have a higher mortality rate than those who don't receive chemotherapy like ad advising people not to receive medical help for a terminal illness so that they buy their smoothie or program is should be criminal to be honest complete um fundamental misunderstanding of the statistics of the statistics as well like <laughs> obviously the people who receive chemotherapy have a higher mortality rate <laughs> Of, of course they do, because they wouldn't be receiving chemotherapy otherwise. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, b yeah. before we both get really angry <laughs> and start I'm throwing the microphone around, yeah. we're going to leave it there. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know if you are invested in Bitcoin and we've triggered you. <laughs> Honestly, if you are, all the best to you. I hope that it works out well. Um, maybe so it, maybe we're the chumps. Maybe we're the ones missing yeah, out. It's, but... it's not that it's a bad investment. That's not, that's, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> it's, it's purely that... If you are invested in it, you should understand, firstly, the risks, the downsides, and why you're invested in it. I don't think that's too much to ask. No. Well, it's a, it's a financial decision. It's an allocation of, of money and risk that you're taking. You should understand why you're doing that. If the reason is because my mate told me on Facebook, then it's an incredibly risky thing to do. Equally, if you're paying someone for coaching or advice in anything, you should, you should be able to have a conversation with them where you question every one of their methods, and they should be confident enough. Firstly, to accept the criticism of their model, and secondly, be able to back up and enforce what they're doing and what they're advising. And if they can't, it's a red flag that in a lot of these industries where there is money to be made and there is a very low barrier to entry, it's very easy for someone to steal a spreadsheet or steal a strategy and sell it as their own. And we just don't want people to get to get burned by that, I suppose. Absolutely. And if they get angry or defensive, that's another red flag of the guru. There are certainly gurus online that are known for flying off the handle at people that ask questions at their seminars or people mm. that uh, that hint at um, hint at them being wrong rather than taking a scientific approach and actually um, entertaining the idea and saying well he here's the reason on balance why we've gone for this decision over this one based on the evidence rather than no shut up this is what I say this is what you should do if, if they can't yeah if there's no room for criticism in any model then the model isn't complete enough you know there should be an answer and a justification for why a criticism is not necessarily valid rather than just shut up, I'm right, you're wrong. So hopefully you got something out of that, guys.
Cross, Johnny and Yusuf signing off. Hey, Johnny again. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. Just a short reminder, if you're listening to this driving in your car and you're thinking, man, I really wish I had a reference that they made in minute five or 10 or whatever to that thing that they were talking about. Well, we've, we put together show notes for these podcasts every single week. We give you timestamps. We give you links to things we talk about. And we also give chances to grab free things, bonuses, etc. So head over to propanefitness.com and grab the show notes for this episode over there. Also, if you want to be notified of these podcasts when they come out, if you want free subscribe, subscriber-only benefits, stick your email address in and grab our free downloads, one of the many free downloads if you go to propanefitness.com and the homepage. There's a big red banner on the top of the website. Pick up that free ebook, that free download, and we'll send you emails whenever a new podcast is available. Just one short reminder as well. As you are a podcast listener, you have access to our exclusive free gift that is available nowhere else. And that is at propinfitness.com forward slash gift. Show, show.